Basically, I put the word summer in front of everything. Oh. Yeah. That makes it relevant. It does. It does, doesn't it? And one thing a podcast is supposed to be is relevant. <laughs> oh, oh, speaking of what podcasts are supposed to be, I detest, abhor, and otherwise dare refrain from imbibing Spotify's recommended things that you should do as a podcast. Do, oh, do you did not? I send that uh, to you you that did. Was, yeah. I was incensed. Good. I, I'm sorry, but these mega large corporations telling you how to be a unique platform to tell I your voice by like, exactly this, how. Like, yes, podcasting is all about being u- unique and special and true to yourself. And here's how you can do it in nine easy steps. We're basically in the nine easy steps. Would be exactly like us, so then you'd yeah. be popular. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that's what I get frustrated with all of this advice. And they're like, you know, sign up for these free seminars so that you can be popular. And I'm like... What if I don't want to be popular? Well, I mean, I want to be popular. Popular. But I don't want to... Gustos is popular. (laughs) I don't know. It's just just hard. Like you said, like, you, you have to be unique and then they say don't be unique to be unique and I'm like that doesn't make any sense right because they yeah. say you know talk about trending topics that everyone is talking about and yet don't do everything everybody else is doing yes like that doesn't make any sense and have segments inside like shorter segments inside your show but don't have too many or you know people will tune out because they want yeah. to hear that and don't make thing. it disjointed but also don't make it too one thing yeah don't make it too jointed yeah I don't know. I'm a, I I like what we're doing. And I just was realizing now, like, my audio inserts is kind of like how I was writing my cookbook, where I just had random quotes just written everywhere. And I'm like, you figure it out what it means. Like, yes. if you don't see the connection, that's on you, not on me, because yep. I see the connection. Yes. It's the beautiful, wonderful mind of Megan. Yeah. And I should bring back my tagline, you ain't a baby and I ain't your mama. Yes, that's a great tagline. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day, and I was like, that is relevant for so many things. Yeah. I think you need to continue to expand your cookbook. Yeah, it's just hard. There's measuring involved. Measuring's the worst. Yeah. Like, precise and clear, and then you have to make up a funny story for beforehand that makes it sound like it's personal, but then it, you know it's not, but, like... You have to make it sound like it's a personal funny it's, story, it, but then you run out of personal funny stories and you just have to make stuff up. Yeah, you make stuff up to make people feel like they relate to you on mm-hmm. a deeper level so they're more inclined to buy your stuff. Yeah. And that's just really, like, what we're talking about is it? it's all hoodwinking. Like, mm-hmm. all the stuff we say in this podcast, completely fake. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Fake news. Fake news. Balderdash. Indeed. You know what isn't fake? This lovely kombucha. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I, it's a cherry it, flavor, cherry ev- lime. Eventually, it, it's very good. Good. And uh, eventually, you'll have your own, you know, Mrs. Megan's kombucha <laughs> lining. Mrs. Megan's. Mrs. Megan's. <laughs> kombucha. <laughs> I, I, when I say that, I think of Mrs. Tweedy's home-baked hot pies. Hi, Mr. Twitter. <laughs> it's the woman's touch. Makes it more personable. <laughs> like, well, why isn't it my name? I own the farm. Just the woman's touch. Oh. I see, I relate to Mr. Tweedy. <laughs> like, <laughs> Don't we chicken, all? Chickens go in, pies go out. Oh, Ooh, what? what kind of pies? Apple. My favorite. 
I know. I always felt like Mr. Mrs. Tweedy was way too mean. Oh, she was scary. She, she was, was the villain. So scary. I love a scary like like when it when a kids movie like when you're a kid and it just scares you, mm-hmm. but not so much that you can't watch it. Like not so much that it was Treasure Island. Yes, that that was a little bit scary. You know, it wasn't because he was evil. I think it was because I wasn't sh- like he was supposed to be good at the beginning, and yet there was something about him that's uncanny. That's really unsettling. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of presented as a good guy. Well, that's first. how the book is written, though. Yeah, he, and the book I can um, handle, but for some reason, is it Tom? Tom's the kid. Is he? I think so. Yeah. He's presented as the kid's friend. Yeah, right. yeah. And then, and then, but there was always something I'm like, oh, this doesn't seem right. Mm-hmm. And it really freaked me out as a kid. Yes. And I think with Wizard of Oz, it also freaked me out that it was like the time traveling thing, that the witch was the same as like trying to take her dog away and the makeup. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It, yeah. And then I think we human. just pretended to be scared of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. That one was pretend. Yes. Yeah. Because the that was kidnappers. Just, yeah, it's just kind of fun to. Yeah, because we would pretend that we were in the cave where the boys were. Yeah. And the other kids, and like we were on the boat that was there, and then we yeah. would be hiding under the blankets when yeah. the, the kidnapper. Yeah. The kidnapper was very unsettling, though. Isn't that an interesting word, though, kidnapper? Because I'm sure it used to be separated, right? Because you could have a napper. That's Couldn't just you? going to sleep. No. <laughs> no, it's like when you, you nabs, like, nab. Nabber. A nabber. Or not? Am I making that up? But like a kid I napper, have no like you idea. could have like a jewelry nap napper. I I don't know the etymology of kidnapper. And then you have like you sell copper pans, and then you're like, there goes the copper napper. They copped your clappers. <laughs> your copper clappers. My copper clappers. They copped my cl- copper who, clappers. Who did? Claude. Where is he from? Cleveland. Clyde Cooper from Cleveland copped your copper clappers. Copper clappers. That's so hard. I'm not very good at those. So difficult. All right. So we are here. um, And you are there. Yes. Across from each other. Juxtaposed. Well, we are, but they're not. Well, they are opposed from us. It's kind of like a three-way Mexican standoff. Oh, it's a Mexican standoff. Yeah. I like it. We just need... I'm going to play that music from... The good, the bad, and the yeah, ugly. from the pocket watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, not the good, bad, the ugly. The um, for a few dollars more.
So that's interesting that he uses that twice. The Mex- Mexican yeah. standoff, like the three. Yes. Yeah, he yeah. uses that. Yeah. That twice. Is, that is fun. Mm-hmm. Because like, who, who's going for who? Yeah, and you just like switch from the eyes to the eyes to the eyes, and you're like, whoa, yeah. what's gonna like who's gonna move first? And then mm-hmm. yeah. I also like that it's an interesting. Um, instead of having just two sides to a story. It's kind of showing that life's a little bit more complicated than just... Yeah, like especially the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, because yeah, it's... Do you trust Tuco or don't you? Yeah, Tuco is the best... I think the most interesting yeah. character. Well, also... I mean, they're all interesting characters, but yeah. like... Because Tuco, you never know what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Except you know that he is a greedy scumbag. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, Eli Wallach is just phenomenal. He's so fun to watch. Yes. Hello and welcome to the Ducks Never Waver Lunch Break, where you get food for thought and can rejuvenate to sally forth. Join the dynamic duo, Edwin and Megan, as they explore topics of gravitas and pomp brought to the brink of absurdity and thrown off down 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 the precipice of ridiculousness what are we doing tonight we're we're still here and you're still there yep and uh we're gonna tell you what we're gonna do Uh, what are you gonna do tonight what do you want to do tonight the same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. The Pinky and the Brain. Yes, Pinky and the Brain. One is a genius, the other's insane. We are going to do a summer-themed quick fire quack. And since uh, it's been a while since I've done it, the questions will be fielded to me. Do I pick the questions or do you, you read pick the questions? You pick them out. I pick them out and then I answer them. Yep. Is that how it works? And then we're going to put 30 minutes, I um, think. Yep, on the 30 t- minutes on the timer. Okay. Okay. Timer of the 30. Uh, well, get your timer going. I'll get my timer going. Yeah. Okay. Don't break the rules. Don't you sneak in extra seconds. <sighs> okay. Well, I was co- worried about this complicated box. That was the problem. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you got in the box, no problem. I did. I did this time. It doesn't... It, you're wasting precious time. Okay. Well, I don't want to answer these things, so... That was kind of the goal. <clears throat> Summer projects. I can roll my R's better than that. Projects. There we go. It got a little stuck. It was a little rusty. Summer projects. Uh, so, there's always lots of projects to do. And what by projects, I mean um, aspiring to do things. Quit an, stalling. An aspiration to Quit achieve stalling. things. Okay, fine. Uh, can I say like something like quick? Quick Marxine. What? Quiz- Stalin. <laughs> Ouch. This is not gold. This is like <laughs> This is pewter. tarnished. Tarnished pewter. <laughs> <laughs> the old kind with the lead in it that kills you. That's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> no, because you think about, you get like a, a lead plate, and then the thing that you're putting into your body to keep you alive is the thing that's killing you. Mm-hmm. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Most people have that with potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> okay, have just one. Isn't there like a low like amount of cyanide in potatoes or something like that? 
No, that's uh, apple seeds. Oh. What, what about the green chips? It's just they were exposed to the sun, and I don't think there's anything dangerous about them. I'm laughing because now I really am stalling. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about your summer projects. My summer projects. is It's funny how I, every summer, uh, kind of get back into my, my drawing and my painting. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and then it just seems like around like Christmas time until like now, I lose it. And so I'm getting back into uh, yeah. it. Um, I feel like uh, spring and, and early summer are very busy times. They are. They are really busy times. But it's so fun to be outside and to draw and to go see the plants and to draw that. And I, I just had such a hankering to do it. I've been missing it. And I'm well, getting... it goes back to our gardening thing. Is there seasons for for when you do things. Yeah. I wish I kept it up all year long, though, because I get pretty like, rusty. Yeah, you wish you were an evergreen I, artist. Yeah. Instead of one of those deciduous trees. Yeah. But I've been having a real hankering to do it, and I'm getting back to basics in uh, shading and, and you know, value and stuff like that, and yeah, trying you, to you, use different mediums. So, you know, I I've, have this exercise that I'm doing now going to try to get through a list of 10 things to draw and each one and this is an added challenge not from my teacher but i'm going to try to do one in charcoal pencil and pen okay nice. so you get the different yeah, mediums and that, that shading is going to come in really helpful when you're drawing trees <laughs> yeah that was so good that was so good that was amazing we got to move this along. Okay, we'll move it along. Um, basically, I'm doing shading because I I got pretty decent at shading when I did a toned paper. So, like, you start with a mid-tone, and mm -hmm. then you add and take away from that. But I want to start with something that, like, I'm just watching it, like, looking at something, and then I'm putting the shading in instead okay. of, like, doing the whole toned yeah. paper. And then I want to get into gouache watercolors and do botanicals and stuff like that. I think it'll be really pretty. And... Tell us quickly what gouache is. Gouache is similar to watercolor as a, as a water-soluble paint. And what's really cool about it is that you can get really opaque. So basically, like, it's a, an, a, like a solid, almost acrylic look. It doesn't get as textured as you can do with acrylic. But it can be... And it's, what's really nice about it is it's matte. Okay. So it can look really nice, like, in just really vibrant colors. But you can water it down and do washes like watercolor. Okay. And so it's fun because you can do, and also like you could use both paints at the same time as well, like watercolor and gouache. Okay. You can use them simultaneously. I'm going to try to do that. The only thing is that's hard with both of those paints is that you have to wait for each layer to completely dry. Otherwise you have a big brown muddy mess. Gotcha. And I'm not very good at waiting. I'm like, I think it's dry enough. I put the next piece of, like, next paintbrush on and it's like, bleeds everywhere. Yeah. So, um, and then in terms of, well, maybe those will turn into products eventually. But I'm also looking into hammer dyeing. I think that's the, I couldn't come up with a good name of it. I don't know what people are calling it. But basically you take fresh flowers. So you have to freshly pick the flowers. You put it on a, on a mordanted cloth mm -hmm. and you layer another piece of cloth over top of it and then you gently uh, beat smite on it. it. You, you gently smite it okay. thoroughly with a hammer. Okay. And that pigment is, is kind of pushed into the, the fibers of the cloth. 
Sounds like fun. It sounds like, and it's really pretty. So we're going to be trying to experiment with that and what flowers work with it and what don't. So that's something I'm looking forward to. You'll at least get like a one second Instagram clip of where like the one flower that turns out. So yeah. it looks like you know what you're doing. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's the thing too. Like, I don't know how color fast and light fast that technique is. So that's something we have to try. Yeah. Um, but the internet says it works. So therefore it must be true. Indeed. And here I am on the internet saying it, it is true. Yeah. So I'm just perpetuating. Echo chambers. Echo chambers. Yep. Echo next chambers. next question. Echo chambers. Moving right okay. along. Okay. Moving right along. Footloose and fancy free. Getting there is half the fun. Come share it with me. Ooh, vacation style this year, right? Because summer people go on vacation. They do yep. some stuff like that. Style is uh, being like a ninja, where you're just like quick, total vacation mode, and back right out. Is that a ninja? I don't know. What's, what's like an army thing where you like, you sneak in really quick and then you just vacate. It's like special, special forces. Special forces. Go in clandestine-like yeah. and then get your target and move out. Exactly. Strike and the, light. And the, and the target is relaxation. Yeah. So. It's just like quickly, like completely turn into a jellyfish and then get back out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Do you have any tricks and tips for how to relax quickly? I, I think you, you, you have to first realize that like that's what you're doing mm-hmm. and go to places that you know that happens quickly mm. like i really love a vibe of like a really chill restaurant where you can just sit over a plate of fries and a beer for a long time like you know like that just like that chill zone of, yeah. like and they have nice music and that chill space and then i love to see water and go to like a park that's easy to get in and out of yeah you know it's not like you're trucking your your chair and everything but you're just like oh and you just get to look at water and yeah like for me um that's a little bit like when you go to the beach mm-hmm. and instead of like trekking all the way down to the shoreline you just sit on the edge of the canal and watch the boats go past yeah. it's very relaxing but you need to put yes. a lot of work into it yes exactly and i think having a drive where it's slightly longer than you normally would drive to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I, I would say like in that two, three hour range. Is you feel, really... feel enough like you've gotten somewhere new. Yeah. And it also gives you that time to transition yep. into vacation mode. And then you put like a good vacation playlist on, you know, get, get the good vibes pump in. Yep. And um, yeah. And other things like maybe picking a book that you're excited to read that's short, so you know you're kind of get like a good ways into it. Yeah. Um, what do you? What would you recommend for that? Oh, I would recommend like Bradbury. Okay. Because he he goes so fast. Um, last year I recommended Green Hills White Whales, and I still would like I would. That's a phenomenal book. Okay. But this year I'm looking into reading something Wicked This Way Comes. Sounds like fun. Um, either actually, it kind of or... sounds like a story about you. Oh, see, I was gonna say I know how it ends because I know what's coming. <laughs> So I know I know who the somebody okay. or the something is, the something yeah. wicked. Yeah. It's yeah. you. It's me. Mm-hmm. Oh. He was writing about you well, already I, back I then. I am flattered. Aw. Or like a Ross McDonald. Yep. Or Chandler. I think is is really fun. So yeah, just quick in and out, try it like and then it's more affordable and that's kind of the, the vibe I'm like You're I wanna enjoy for. but not spend too much. That's right. Because you got 
places to be, things to do. Yep, things to save up for. Yes. All those good things. So enjoy, give yourself time to relax, but you don't have to spend tons of money. We could do, I mean, we did, we could do more discussion on that topic someday. Yeah, and how to have fun without a lot of money. And just how to quickly relax. Yeah. I'm really hoping to go to an art museum, and that's kind of like a day trip. Yeah. So go to a couple art museums, because like that, I feel like one day feels like a vacation. Yes. So it makes you invigorated to, uh, to persevere. To endeavor to persevere. We thought about it for a long time. Endeavor to persevere. And when we had thought about it long enough, we declared war on the Union. To revive. Yes. Yeah, and revigorate to revive. Indeed. Mm, yay, verily, yay. Summer reading! Ha ha, we just talked about this. Pass. Oh, cool. <laughs> I mean, right now I'm like, I'm getting into the, the Iliad for my my book teaching, but that doesn't count. So I would say the, refer back 30 seconds. Yes. Okay, this is a fun one. Pool or beach? It's tougher than you might think. Not for me. Oh, okay. I don't think it's tough. I, I, I pool pool all the way really yeah unless it's the ocean okay like i like the waves of the ocean like trying to swim in the waves but mm -hmm. when you go to the lake even lake michigan is never that crazy like it's and then you have to walk out so far to get in deep enough to actually do laps and then you're in the boat zone and so you can't even just swim okay i think the beach is fun when you're with people like i like I like beach outings, and I like meeting friends at the beach. I think that's really fun. Right. Um, and, like, I love I love taking a picnic at night and watching the sunset. Okay. At the beach. So it's that not, that, it's not so... that you dislike beaches. It's just that, like, if you had to pick one, mm -hmm. you'd be picking a pool. It, I would be picking a pool. And thankfully, like, we have nice beaches here in Michigan. Yes. But I would much rather hang out by a pool in a comfy chair and have nice, clean water. And a nice clean bathroom and food. Creature and comforts. Creature comforts. I like my creature comforts. What can I say? But the beach is fun, especially like when you see the sunset. Okay. But uh, yeah, I would say pool. TV show. I feel like you always need a good TV show in the in the summer. It just hits different. And yeah. Like, I like to try to have like a TV show for each season. Because then you kind of like. Of course you do. <laughs> Yeah, that's just, I just think it's fun to your be Your TV like, show should match your outfit, is what you're saying. Oh, 100%. 100%. And I'm not, it's not that your TV show has to necessarily match the season, but I just think it's fun when you have a TV show that lasts a season in the year, because then you associate, and you really liked it, then you kind of associate that vibe. So even when you watch that show again, then you're going to be getting those good vibes from that okay. season again. You know, because, like, right now I'm watching something that's not summery, but it's, it's laying down good vibes. Gotcha. Um, which is the, the Adventures of Sherlock Holmes. Um, and I, I believe it's from 1988. Uh, yeah, so The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, uh, it was the winner of 1988 Swedish Academy of Direction Award. And it the actors are Jeremy Brett as Sherlock Holmes and David Burke as Dr. Watson and it's 13 episodes and it just is so true to the 
the stories. Okay. Like, the vibes, is, it's just, it's Victorian London, it's just straight the book. Nice. You know, it's adapted really well. And, yeah, it's super fun. Another one I would really recommend, and I finished it not that long ago, but I noticed that they added it to Prime Video. So, for you Amazon Prime Video people, The Avengers oh, just fun. got added. And the, the ones with Diana Rigg. Yes. And that is such a creative show. Wild, like every time I watched one, I just like got the juices going to do something creative it's and out there. It's always dreamlike to me. It's so dreamlike. And the big controversy about it is, is it an espionage and, and spy show or is it science fiction? And nobody agrees. And that's why I'm like, it would be such a... I want to encourage our listeners to go watch it and then... Make their own... Make their own determination. Yes. And it's a 60... Four-page essay. Exactly. Turn it in. You know, we'll, we'll grade it for you. Don't worry yeah. about that. Yep. We'll, we'll thoroughly judge you. Yes. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it's just like the set pieces are so, so wonderful. And like, like you said about that dreamlike or that science fiction feel to it, because sometimes it's not realistic... Like, they kind of are, like, stark on purpose to kind of feel like that's not how real things look. And just the, the 60s clothings, like what Diana Rigg wears. I'm like, the tailoring is flawless, and they're just such creative outfits, and mm -hmm. they just look so good. Like, the whole aesthetic of the show fits what the show is, and it, it just feeds into the stories. And she's kind of one of the first female, like, leads in a TV show, too, right? Where she's, like, the actor. As actiony as the male lead, yeah. Oh, that she's more actiony. Yeah, actiony. That's a really bad word. She's more of an action hero. Yes. In it than Steed is. Like they both do their part, but actually, she's the one that does like martial arts and and the physicality. The physicality it comes from her, which is really fun to see, and their relationship is so so good. Mm -hmm. uh, so I would I would recommend and I and I. I think also what makes it so creative is that for basically the, you know, three-fourths of the show, you're not going to know what's going on. No. And then all of a sudden at the end, they figure everything out. Yeah. And so you have to be trailing along and you have to be paying attention, but you also have to realize that you're not going to be able to figure it out. Right. Right, there's there's gonna be missing pieces. Yes. Not not in the sense that they're cheating and they hiding things from you. But they're showing you what the characters know. Yes. And the characters haven't figured it out till the end of the. Yeah. So you figure it out at the same time yeah. they do. Yeah. So it's it's I don't know it's just a really creative show and it's just really witty dialogue like it's really and it has a slight camp aspect to it in the best way possible yeah so if if you can have a chance to look at that i would highly recommend right on okay oh best and worst parts of summer um best is practically everything except the worst thing which is bugs but summer is the best season hands down there's no complaints about it besides the bugs yeah <laughs> the end. <laughs> I concur. Thank you. Oh, I got two. Uh, two for. Put that one back. Movies. You know, honestly, there's always so many good movies to watch. But what I'm going to be trying to watch is 
uh, watch through all my Shakespeare movies. Oh, how fun. Because Shakespeare, you can always rewatch. And then there's uh, ones that I haven't almost, seen yet. Not, not always can rewatch. You need to rewatch. You need to just over and over again, like at least once a year. Well, you don't really get a play the first, the Shakespeare play the first time you watch it. No, like you get plot, but like you're not going to get the, like as many jokes or like the complexities. It's not going to stick with you until no. like, and it's just fun because of that, because you get something new out of it every time. Yeah. It makes it so fun to rewatch. Yeah. You, you really do. And you get, I don't know, we've watched Much Ado About Nothing a hundreds. ton, hundreds of times and yeah. it's. As fresh. As, yeah, it's amazing, the depths there. Yeah, and it's, yeah, every t- like I said, like, every time it's fresh. Every time you watch Hamlet, it's fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, I'm, I'm looking forward to spending the summer with Shakespeare and maybe go to a Shakespeare festival. We'll Shakespeare see. and me. See if I can shake shake it loose, baby, shake it up. Baby now with Will? That was bad. I don't know where that was going. Come on, come on, come on, yeah. shake it up, baby. yeah. I just don't know how I'm trying to say that. I'm trying to say I want to go to an art, or not an art festival. Twist and shout. Come on, come on, come on. We'll take it up, baby, now. Take it up, baby. Twist and shout. Twist and shout. Come on, come on, come on, come on, baby, now. Come on, baby. Come on and work it on out. Work it on out. No, I want to go to a Shakespeare festival, like in, in Jackson or whatever. Wherever yeah. they have it. Wherever they are, I'll be. Okay. I feel like that's Watch the out, people. I know. I feel like that's the Grapes of Wrath. He's like, wherever there's a cop picking on a guy, I'll be there. Wherever there's a Shakespeare play being performed, I'll be there. I'll be all around in the dark. I'll be everywhere. Wherever you can look. Wherever there's a fight so hungry people can eat, I'll be there. Wherever there's a cop beating up a guy, I'll be there. I'll be in the way guys yell when they're mad. I'll be in the way kids laugh when they're hungry and they know supper's ready. And when the people are eating the stuff they raise and living in the houses they build, I'll be there too. Oh, I don't know how much time we have. Do I have... How many How many more do I have? Okay, I'll save... Eh. It's okay. Why baseball is awesome. Okay. I'm excited to hear this from you. I think baseball is the most beautiful sport. Elaborate, please. Tennis is second for the most beautiful sport. Mm -hmm. But the whole setting of being on a diamond, the beautiful lawn, the, the, the dirt shining through... The movements is beautiful. Like the swinging of the bat and the and the pitching is beautiful. It's just an elegant design of like how far the bases are are put and how far the pitcher's mound is from the plate. And it's just, it just has a certain elegance to it. And I also love how it's a team, and yet it's about the individual inside that team. Inside yeah. that team, like every person is called upon like called into action individually yeah but you also have to focus as a team yeah and you got to run the bases and know what's up and play the field and and work together yeah and you have to be communicating with like the other people so it's like you have your moment to shine but you're only as good as your teammate yes is and a lot of times it feels like like people want to use teams to lose individuality but i think in a team 
you gain individuality yeah you find your role right every player on that team is different yep and And that's another thing that's beautiful about it is that you have such different body types yeah right because like basketball is all like just get the the tallest freakazoid you can find yeah sorry for basketball players you're not a freakazoid (laughs) but you know what i mean you're just really 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 tall right whereas like baseball you can have a shortstop who's super short and then a third baseman who's really tall or like and like a first baseman who's really big pitchers that come in all shapes and sizes yeah you know and you can be really small and really fast or you can be really big and a little bit slower and one of the biggest contributing factor to how well you play baseball is how smart you are mm-hmm right you don't have to be the quickest if you're ahead of the game mentally yeah I know and that's that that mental and like that strategy yeah is there and I know that's partly the manager's job right with the plays and everything that they call but you have to be in it and it's a game that takes hard concentration right because for so long they're like the pitchers like combating the batter well well the outfielder has to be in it focused for every pitch for every single pitch because if he doesn't get a good read off the ball off the bat He'll, he'll, he'll miss it. He'll miss it. If you lose that focus for one second, you'll miss it. Yeah. And it goes so fast. And, like, hitting, I, I don't even, I can't even pretend to begin to understand how hitting works. Like, that you can well, catch up to a 90-mile-per-hour, like, teeny tiny ball. Like, yes. how does that, well, how does it, that it, even it, work with a stick? It's it's uh, hitting a spherical object with a cylindrical object and making it go somewhere is extremely difficult. Yeah. And it is the the distance of the pitcher's mound to home plate and the speed that they're throwing is basically the limit of what people can do. Yeah. It's like, so that, the that's how humanity ha- like you yes. can like just barely do you it. You can just you're barely really do talented if you're, and practice a lot. Yes. yeah. Because if you think about it, a really good hitter fails seven out of ten times. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think that that failure and that coming up to it every day, right? Because when, once you're in the season, you're playing almost every single day. Until 162 this... someday yeah. games. Yeah, yeah, and I, it, that's long. Like, you're grinding it out. you got to show up and be good mm-hmm. every day. And if you had a bad day where you just kept messing up or your team kept messing up, you have to change your mindset. you got to say it's a new that's day. That's not me today. Yeah, and that's such an important lesson to learn like obviously you need to learn from your mistakes but you have to put it behind you you can't be thinking about the mistake you can't dwell on it and i've seen baseball players where they're having a rough time and you can see them lose their focus yeah and then they botch it again and that just self-perpetuates yeah because you can come up bases loaded two outs and you're gonna either save the day you're you're gonna be hero or or a failure or a failure and um they mess it up, but then they get mm-hmm. called upon the next day. And if they just are thinking about how they messed it up, yep. they're not going to, they're going to mess it up they're again. They're going to mess it up worse. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's just funny. Like those, you have those high emotion, like it's a very emotional sport because yeah. it is like that individual going up and trying to beat the odds. Yeah. And you have that moment of being a hero and you see that, it's so hard to actually do well in those situations. But you also see, like, how quickly you fall. Because, like, you might hit a grand slam or you might, you know, hit the, what is it, like, the triple crown. Yeah. Right? And then the next day, you, you're you 0 for 4. Yeah. 
right? So it's like it's a very humbling sport. Extremely, as well. it's a it's a sport of failure. Yeah, and so I, I I just think the whole thing of baseball, and I would love to read George Will's books on baseball, and I think Updike has a uh, has a he has a good story on has it. a good story on, on uh, it, and Ted Williams. So baseball will be a podcast in and of itself, but okay, I I, I do love baseball. Cutting you short today. Yes. Summer eating. Uh, this is where I was just putting summer in front of everything. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, summer eating is is different. You don't sit down to your heavy meals quite as, as much. Like, in this, you don't approach a meal in the same way. Like, you're looking for the colder things or, like, the eating out, you know, the the cooking outside. and Yeah, having a cookout or you got, yeah. you got a salad and you got some brats, right? It always it's feels a little, a little bit... bit more relaxed. It does. Yeah. And especially if you can get Al Fresco to come along. Um, you know, he's really good. But only if you're outside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for picking up on that so fast. <laughs> I've been waiting for that one. But don't dump. And I, I just like that you can use things in your gardens, like use lots of herbs that are available. Um, I like making salads. Like I'm really excited to make my cauliflower tabbouleh again. That's a really fun one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's see. I like making. What do I like making? Smoothies. I always think of smoothies you know, more for some. I get more into smoothies, but I'm so excited. Like with the kombucha, that I can get fresh fruit. Yeah. I have. I'm wondering if that's going to make a difference. Or just like more, there just seems more exciting fruit and there's watermelon yeah. and watermelon's the best. Yeah, I, watermelon's I a divisive watermelon. uh, fruit. It's, I, everyone who doesn't like watermelon is wrong. Well, I think if you didn't grow up getting good watermelon, you're scarred for life. Yeah, but but you stick it in the fridge and then it's still good. That's kind of true. <laughs> it's like you cube it up and stick it in the fridge. I mm. will say watermelon is best eaten from cubes. You think so? I think it tastes better unless you have really the perfectly sized triangles. But too large of triangles, you don't get the best flavor. Now you're just you're just kind of yeah not. I'm not with you on. You're that. You're not with me on that. I think that you need to eat watermelon one like not cold from the fridge. I think like cool from the bottom of the big barrels so it's been surrounded by all the other watermelons and it's just Mm. like it's kind of like dew point kind of cool like that 56 degrees and then then you gotta cut into it and have a big old uh, slice of watermelon on the rind Because I like going on the adventure of of having like like, that discovery of like you got the super sweet tip that's right in the center yeah and then and then it kind of branches out to the normal and then you kind of get like at the end you get kind of like this bitter taste well i like i do like to eat the white yeah and then and then it makes you want the next piece where it starts off super sweet and then it gets bitter bitter. it's like yeah that's why i I can see that but i just like and also the fact that the juices then are just all running down your face and you're just like in that moment yeah that animalistic of like oh watermelon exactly yeah, and then, I get, and then I you get all just, sticky, yeah, all the over, and then you gotta lot. go in the lake or the pool to kind of clean up. That is true. You can use a pool to wipe that all yeah, off. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. I like watching TV and having a bowl of of cold cubes, and then I. That's not nearly as cool as my way. Sure, just, just sure. Mine is very. My way is very ladylike and it's dignified. Very civilized. So yeah. civilized. 
no, I just like, yeah, it's just cooking is, is, and I mean, like, we have air conditioning, so we're, we're very blessed that we can cook whatever we want, really. Mm-hmm. It's I, not I th- that big a deal, but I do like cooking more outside and, and doing more, like, fresh yeah. things. No, I kind of miss not having air conditioning. I know, I go back and forth, right? Like, because I've, it, I've been it, afflicted it, with bug bites, <laughs> which is why I'm very bitter at bugs right now. Yeah. And so having air conditioning is very nice because every time it gets too hot, it just like swells up three times even bigger than it's swollen right now. Yeah. Just pretty bad. I can barely walk. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, ee, ah, ooh, ow. <laughs> every time. Uh, but there's something about that transition to going outside and inside that feels off on my body. Yeah. When you're going inside and outside of air conditioning and like it's easier if you don't have it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, is I, that kind of what you're feeling? Yeah, it just, it, I don't know. It just, it just felt... Jarring. Li- no, I just, it maybe it's, it's just nostalgic because that was our mm-hmm. childhood, not having air conditioning. But, like, the fact yeah. that it was, like, you have the days where it's just too hot to move. So, you, did, you didn't move. <laughs> yeah, and, and then, that's the thing. Like, summer is terribly nostalgic for, for me, and I think for you as well. Yeah. Like, summer just felt right. Yeah. Just felt beautiful. Like, you wake up 5 in the morning because the sun's burning through your window... Yep. And I really don't know how that window didn't... Oh, dear. Well, we'll stop that and we'll tell a little story. <laughs> Listen, children. So I tell you a tale. Listen, children, to a story that was written long ago. That, I don't know, my there was like the sun would come through that window so hot and so bright. I'm always surprised that it didn't start a fire. You know, like how the glass, like, <laughs> yeah, Did I guess it magnify when, it. Yeah, exactly. So it felt like I was on fire. Now, like, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, you know, run, <laughs> run into the backyard, go in the pool, and then like in the afternoon, you go inside because it's too hot. Yeah, and like because you, you got just good at you, you open up the house at night and then you close it all down. So that inside your house be super dark mm-hmm. and and a little bit cooler than the outside. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, watch a ball game. Yeah. No, it just, yeah, there's something about summer. And I definitely think it's the heat that just, I don't know, and just the smells of, like, the oh, sun on the grass. Oh, gasoline and cut grass. Oh, 100% the best smell. I don't know why they don't make a candle that's gasoline and oh, cut grass. Oh, or a cologne. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I, I mean, I would wear perfume. That was that. Yeah. Love that th- smell. Yeah. It's, that was my favorite that mom would like, or like we would cut the grass in the evening. Yep. And that, that smell of freshly mown grass, the sun's gone down. I don't know. There's just something and, magical and about I it. Think and I the think there gasoline. is that, it's just, it's just really the, the time of, there's no, when you're a kid, there's no responsibilities for the next day. So you're mm-hmm. up later. Yeah. And yeah, and I wonder if more people have that, like, with summer, there's that nostalgia of, like, it just feels a little bit freer, and, like, yeah. that always just feels right, right? Yeah. You have that, that, and it just feels like... Well, it doesn't days, feel like drudgery. It doesn't feel like drudgery, and yet there's the sameness to days, where it's just, like, like it the feels like it never... Like the summer. Yeah, and... it feels like it never ends. Yeah, no, until but, it's over much too soon. And that's always the sad thing about our birthdays. I was like, it's beginning to end! And I, I was very bad. Like, I always, I, I still am very bad. I, I tend to freak out too soon. Because, like, our birthdays would mean, like, in, like we would start school in two weeks. Yeah. 
And then we, I would have my birthday, and I would just mope around the house. It's over. It's all ended. There's no more fun. There's no more fun. <laughs> and you, you were just like, come on, Megan, let's go do stuff. I'm like, it's pointless. The futility of man. <laughs> I looked into the void, and the voids looked back. <laughs> Precisely. Precisely. Well, we almost got through them all. Oh, look at that. Oh, the last one's not even that important. I just had garden in there, and I'm like, I already kind of talked about that with the smashing the flowers. Okay. Being like Godzilla. Stompy, stomp, stomp. Oh, is that going to be like the, the, the Godzilla? Um, you're going to market it like that? Yeah. Like Towels by Godzilla. Yep. <laughs> like Godzilla tramped through the garden. It landed on your shirt. I don't know. Like the gore of the flowers is now on your shirt. Like it is kind of like the blood of the flowers is now on your shirt. It symbolizes uh, sacrifice and life renewed. Yes. Yay, verily, yay. Mm hmm. Yay, verily, yay. Yay? It's very deep if you, if you think about it. And <laughs> that these, these flowers like gooshed out their pollen and pigment and blood and gore. sap and gore. Flowers don't have whatever. Don't say it. That flowers don't have sap. I, I was I was questioning whether they did or not. Well, they do now. <laughs> <laughs> Any closing remarks? Well, uh, that was nice. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for listening. Yeah. Oh, I guess I should say like what summer project or products. Products? Products. I, I'm trying to stick with the products. We're making it a thing now. Okay. Because it's, it's, it's our podcast. We can make things out of things. Yeah. This is a, a segment. We're actually taking the advice of oh, the, there our we go. overlords who are making sure that we are performing properly <laughs> and uh, sucking you into the void <laughs> and making that everything. That void is getting tired. It, it does a lot. It does. Yeah. Uh, but no, for summer, I would recommend bandanas, because uh, you can wear it cutesy in the morning as a scarf, and then as it gets hot, you can pull your hair back with it and use it, and so that you don't get all glisteny on your forehead. You, you don't glow too much. No, exactly. Just a little bit of glow. And what else do you think would be a good thing for the summer? Well, what's new is you've made these adorable little bunnies. That is true. And that's good because a lot of times, you know, there's there's birthday parties to go to and other little oh, parties. Oh, good point. Yeah, like little kids parties, right? You yeah. Know? And if you, yeah, and it's a really unique gift that they'll It's a unique play. gift that everybody will like. Yeah, which is hard to do, right? Because like usually. I was being silly, but yes, it is actually. No, a, everybody's going to look at it and say, like, oh, that's cute. But they're also going to say, like, I haven't really seen that before. Yes. And it's funny because it's a really old style way of making them. So, so it's it, kind of it's, it's, so... it's funny because it's almost like um, a new. Remember those sock monkeys that were really mm, big? Mm-hmm. This is better than that, but kind of reminiscent of that. It is kind of reminiscent of that. I'm always reminded because I decided not to put eyes on them. Yeah. Uh, which was an interesting decision making process, but I was kind of reminded of the Amish doll. Mm -hmm. that I got in Lancaster yep. that it doesn't have a face. Right. And it was really fun to play with, actually. Yeah. And uh, so that's, I, I think the, the decision not to have eyes was that it would be more visually interesting instead of just cute, that it would be something that 
would also like work your imagination just a tiny bit more and that it makes it more expressive because you focus on like the cutest part of a bunny the nose which is the nose and not the creepy eyeballs gotcha like my rabbits have creepy eyeballs good to know yeah that's, I mean, that's especially I Dorothy, she, she'll she glare at you. And I mean, they're on the side of the head. So, like, deciding on the placement of the eyes. I'm like, do I do it in a Yeah, nod? most stuff bunnies have them on the front. Yeah. Like little human faces. Yeah, little human face bunny, which is also disturbing. But then the side eye is also disturbing. So, I mean, the eyes just got a little creepy. But I, it just made it too cute. Or I'm okay. like, it's already... Too cute. I didn't want it to be, like, sweet. I mean, as sweet in a... In a goth way. <laughs> Words are hard to explain stuff like this for me. Um, it's, it's like, not obviously sweet. Like, it's something that I think will grow on you, and the more you look at it, the more you'll enjoy it. It's a little bit like the cannoli of stuffed animals. Yes. Where, like, you take the first bite, and you're like, oh, is this sweet enough for a dessert? And by the end of the cannoli, you're like, I'll take six more. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a cannoli bunny. Yeah. You're welcome for that uh, marketing term. I'm going to yes. put that in the SEU cannoli bunny. Yeah. <laughs> SEO. Not- SEO is what it's called, not SEU. I don't know without my UFO. SEO. I'll put that in the SEO. Because everybody's. A cannoli. Everyone's searching on Etsy for a cannoli bunny. Yeah. I, I know. I don't know why that was so obvious. I don't know why I didn't put that in there. <laughs> Well, as always, you ducks, thank you for spending time with us. Thank you to everyone who supports us by listening, by sharing, by donating. Uh, We really appreciate you. There's going to be fun things in the description, as usual, that you can click on to find our store, our newsletter, our YouTube, and other stuff. I don't know. There's there's lots of stuff. There's a link tree thingy, and and it's exciting. Yeah. I don't and even know. And our next podcast is fun and exciting. It's not just mm-hmm. talking about what we think. It's talking about what other people think. That we happen to agree with. Yeah, but then we'll say what we think about what they think. Yeah, and how we're smarter than they are. Or Only how... because we are dwarves standing upon the shoulders of giants. Exactly. We can see a smidgen further. Or at least we can see the smidgen of our lives and how it's impacted our lives. Indeed. <laughs>